If gratitude is so important to our recovery process, why is it so hard to carry out? Especially during the holidays when old wounds and grief and loss tend to resurface from our past when we get around family. Recovery is essential to bring gratitude into our pain. Today we're going to talk about that. Well, welcome to Hope in Recovery, a Fellowship Celebrate Recovery podcast. Celebrate Recovery is a ministry where Jesus helps us to face our hurts, hangups, and habits, and even our broken relationships so that we can walk in freedom and healing in our life. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ. I struggle with drugs and alcohol and perfectionism. And my name is Rodney. I'm the ministry leader at Fellowship Celebrate Recovery in Rogers, Arkansas, and we're so glad that you joined us today. Hey, thanks for giving us a rating on our podcast and sharing. That just helps us to reach more people and to get on uh, more people's radar so that we can share the hope of Jesus Christ as we have some heart conversations around recovery topics that help keep us going in the midst of the battle. But today's topic is appropriate as we enter into the holidays. Um, we, we can get around family and we've got uh, some wounds that can pop up. We get around some of these other past relationships and uh, it can bring up some stuff. And so uh, we want to talk about uh, gratitude and, and why it's hard and, and uh, some practical things that we can do. And I've got a brother in Christ. You guys know Andy Petrie. Uh, the ministry leader at Fellowship Fayetteville Celebrate Recovery. So, Andy, thanks for being here on this conversation. Why don't you introduce yourself? Yeah. Hey, y'all. I am a grateful believer in Jesus. I struggle with anxiety and depression and sexual addiction, and my name is Andy. Hey, Andy. So we were we were having a fun conversation around this. Um, if it is so important, why is it so hard to carry out gratitude? Yeah, yeah. You know, it, Gratitude is not something that comes really naturally for me. And, you know, as I got into recovery and hearing the importance of it, and even people say like, man, a, a lack of gratitude is a recovery killer. It, mm. it, it felt uh, almost shaming to me a little bit in there because, uh, you know, I, I think I always grew up with gratitude as, as this, this feeling that I have to manufacture. And, and sometimes it felt really disingenuous, that idea of I'm going to be, I'm going to be thankful and grateful mm. when there's a lot of hard things going on. Yeah. And it was so hard for me to reconcile that idea. Yeah. It's kind of ties in. We, you know, the, the ministry that we are a part of that we're experiencing healing for our own lives, but also helping others. It's called celebrate recovery. And mm. that can be a little bit of an oxymoron, right? It's like, yeah. why would you celebrate recovery isn't it hard right yeah. you know we come into this place and if you've never been to a celebrate recovery coming into this place and people are crying out praises and shouts of praise to the father in the midst of really hard things yeah it doesn't it doesn't compute with our brain does it yeah i know well and it's interesting even as you say that like I think one of the things that I always felt like my gratitude needed to be based on was my circumstances, mm. but true, true gratitude and recovery. It's really based on the character of who God is. And it reminds me of what Jesus says. And I think it's John sixteen thirty three, 
where he says, in this world, you will have trouble, Mm -hmm. but take heart. I've overcome the world. And just that beautiful tension of, yeah, I've overcome the world. Take heart, but also acknowledge there's going to be tough things. And so that, that idea of gratitude being present in the pain Mm. is actually something that is so needed yeah. for us. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the things on a personal level or even people that I've worked with, you know, the, if, if there's a, a tendency to think that if I go to a place of gratitude, I'm, I'm just, I'm leaving myself alone in the pain. Right. Yeah. And we're not, we're not talking about just think happy thoughts, right? Yeah. Just think happy thoughts and forget about that pain and everything's going to be wonderful. That's not <laughs> what we're talking about here. Yeah. Cause that's not true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know that, that gratitude, it doesn't deny the pain. Yeah. And, and I think that's just what you're talking to. And I think that's probably how I've used gratitude in the past is just, I don't want to think about this. Yeah. Uh, and, and so it's not denying the pain. It's not, minimizing the pain either. It's not saying, Oh, this is, this isn't that big of a deal. There's so many other things that are going on that are great, but that's such a common thing that I know I have done personally in my life Mm. as I've tried to figure out how to deal with what's going on in my life. Yeah. Lifting our eyes, trying to keep our perspective because there is a, there's a value to that gratitude. And we're going to talk about that in a minute, but just if you're listening and you're hurting and maybe just to that shame message that, that Andy's talking about, just feeling like, ugh, I should be doing better. This isn't about being better and doing better. It's just trying to reframe our thinking that can I acknowledge and hold honest, be honest about the pain, but also be, um, have this place of gratitude for what God is doing in the midst of the pain. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and that, that shame message, I know, I know for me, gratitude starting out was so hard because even though I may have been saying, Oh, I'm so thankful for this in my heart. What I was really saying is Andy, you really should be thankful for this. (laughs) Yeah. And you, you need to recognize that things are better than you see. And, and it's so funny how the enemy, in an, in an attempt to focus myself on who God is and what he's done, how it can actually just focus me on my own brokenness. And that was a, that's definitely a hurdle that I know I've had to get over when it comes to gratitude. Yeah. And I think, I think of the Psalms, you know, when uh, we, I think they're called imprecatory Psalms, where they're actually organizing a lot of pain. We were talking uh, briefly about this on a previous podcast, but just my bones are wasting away. Very honest description of, I feel like you're absent, but organizing that, that's what I love about Celebrate Recovery. We can come into this place and be honest about the pain, Mm -hmm. but just like the psalmist ends in those imprecatory psalms, they always end with a but, Mm -hmm. but Lord, I praise your name. I know you're with me. And I yeah. give you praise for that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's so key in that. And I think one of the reasons why myself and so many other people uh, struggle with gratitude in the midst of hard things going on is because we're just not taught how to do it well. Yeah. We're not taught how to, how to pause in the middle of it and, and live in that tension of mm-hmm. living life in life's terms. You know, our, our culture teaches us that, 
gratitude is it's Thanksgiving. And so you just must be grateful. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's the holidays. It's a happy time of year. Why aren't you so happy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and it's, it, we just haven't been taught how to truly be grateful. Mm. And, and I think one of the reasons why is because we make our gratitude so dependent uh, I make my gratitude, I and me statements, yeah. I make my gratitude so dependent on the things that are going on in my life and the circumstances. Yeah. 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 It kind of makes me think of the difference between happiness as the world describes it and joy. Yeah. How, do, how does joy feed into that gratitude in our life? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and happiness, that's a, that's a feeling. Uh, that's an emotion. And one of the things I had to learn in my recovery is that if I am driven by my emotions and, and, you know, by the way, all of us have emotions, there's no such thing. God gave them to us. Exactly. It's a part of who we are. But if I, uh, if I allow my emotions to dictate my reality, uh, our emotions are just signals. They're, they're helping us to know what's going on, the reality that's happening inside mm-hmm. our soul. But when I, I base my, my value, my worth, my, my identity on how I'm feeling, uh, that's going to change in every situation. In yeah. Happiness. That's, that's a feeling. Mm-hmm. I feel like joy is an attitude. I, I, how would you describe? Joy, yeah. Man? Yeah. I think as, as you were talking, I mean, just thinking about, you know, it's not that we're saying, I mean, happiness is a great emotion. Oh, it is. Right? Yeah. To, to be able to put into words that, God, I feel so happy today. I got to hang out with my grandkids or I got to have lunch with a friend and or got to go see a cool movie with my buddy kind of thing. That that made me feel very happy. And so those we don't want to discount those things that seem seemingly small um, to the naked eye. Cause those are a part of us. And, and I just think of the father just smiling saying, Oh, they're having a good day. Oh yeah. And so we celebrate that and kind of that can help cultivate kind of that overriding sense of joy that when things get hard, because we've worked that muscle to appreciate the good things, yeah. we can have joy in the midst of bad things. Mm. Like God, I know you're with me, but I'm going to be honest. This is hard. It's not that we're not acknowledging the pain, but joy says I can acknowledge the pain, um, but I know you're still in control. I know you're still on the throne, and I thank you, God, that I don't have to face this alone because yeah. this would be scary without you. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think one of the things that I'm hearing you say in that is happiness and, and everything that you just said, I, I 100% agree. We're yeah. not saying that emotions are bad. They're right. a God-given gift. Yeah. But happiness is a temporary, circumstantially based thing. Mm-hmm. And joy is based on something so much deeper. Yeah. It's, you know, I loved how you just said working that muscle yeah. of being grateful in the good things points us to where we're really rooted in the hard things. And that allows us to have joy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just thinking of a couple conversations from last Friday night not giving up anonymity, but just generally speaking, some people going through some relationship struggles. Some people have found out, you know, my spouse just filed for divorce. Um, My, I don't have rights to visitation with my kids. 
I just lost my job. Mm-hmm. And so those are real life things, right? And, and man, that's heavy stuff. And 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 I just I feel like we just I need to say that that we're not just saying that your pain doesn't matter. Oh my gosh. What would you say to someone that's in the middle of that just raw pain right now that's listening, that's struggling and the circumstances that you're talking about. I mean, that's what Jesus is talking about. Yeah. Blessed in spite of our circumstances, right? Yeah. What do you say to that person that's in the midst of some really hard things and we're talking about gratitude with them? Yeah, yeah, that's so good. I think especially too that that that's so appropriate, especially in the season of the year yeah. that we're in. I think first and foremost, your pain is real. Mm. Your pain is valid and, and our pain needs to be, we need to pay attention to it mm-hmm. because it's, it's the reality of where we're at right now. And that's one of the beautiful things about uh, what Jesus says time and time again uh, in God's word. You know, we, we talked about John 16, 33 in this world, you will have trouble. Yeah. There's hard things going on in, in sermon on the Mount. Blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted. Yeah. Uh, it's it's one of those things we need to we need to honor our pain yeah and and pay attention to it, it but we we also need to organize it yeah we need to make sense out of it and 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 that just means understand the good reasons why yeah we're feeling that yeah yeah I think that understanding the source you know sometimes just like anything whether it's managing a behavior or whatever. Uh, we can buy into this notion that it's under our power alone. Mm. Um, where does that come from? Where does that joy? It's not self-manufactured, is it? No, it's and, not. And sometimes yeah. it, we can buy into that lie. Well, I must not be a good Christian because I'm not. I'm not producing joy, mm. which that just feels so backwards, <laughs> doesn't it? And as you were talking, I was wondering: Is someone in that mindset where they're thinking? And how do I manufacture this so that I can walk in joy and gratitude? Yeah. Well, and, and I think that's the thing, like joy and gratitude, they, they aren't a feeling that we manufacture. It's actually a fruit yeah. of, of abiding, of, of building relationship with our one and only true higher power where that, just to what you were saying, where the source of our strength comes mm. from. Uh, you know, I, I hear you say all the time, Rodney, power doesn't come from me. It comes to me. Yeah. And, and it's abiding in that, that we actually find that joy, gratitude, peace, hope, all these things that we talk about that mark this season, those aren't, none of those are feelings that we manufacture. They're all fruits of spending time with the only source yeah. Of our gratitude, joy, hope, yeah. peace. So it speaks to, I mean, principle seven kind of comes to mind, you know, reserve a daily time with God for self-examination, Bible reading and prayer in order to know, right? Mm, yeah. It's like what, when we think about what we're, what our reality is when we're struggling to go to those places of being, finding the, the joy in the midst of pain, uh, what am I, what's the gasoline I'm putting in the tank? Mm. Right. And so how does, how does, uh, God's 
word in that reserving a daily time? How does that impact that process of walking in joy? Yeah, absolutely. That uh, God's word, I know for me, it reminds me of the promises that he gives me and, and it reminds me of the character of who he is. You know, I've, I've, I've heard it said, there's a friend of ours here on staff that, that said one time, uh, you know, the Bible isn't a, isn't a how-to book. It's not a science book. It's not, a, it's not necessarily an owner's manual. It's first and foremost a trust book hmm. where God reveals to us again and again and again who he is, what he's done, yeah. and what he promises to do. Uh, and he calls us to, to trust in him and saying, hey, are you going to trust me? me i love that well we're having a great conversation um having a conversation with andy petrie the ministry leader at fellowship fayetteville celebrate recovery and we're talking about gratitude and uh, just acknowledging why it's hard and um and then we want to kind of continue the conversation and talk about practically what that can look like the fruit of walking in that gratitude so when we come back we'll continue the conversation stick with us If you're looking for a way to connect with other people, maybe you don't have family with you this time of year and you're feeling lonely. I just want to remind you that you're not alone and that we would love to have you, of course, on our Friday night experience and uh, also let you know that um, we're here every single Friday night, whether it falls on Christmas Day or New Year's Day or whatever, we're here and I want to let you know that uh, January 23rd, we're doing a, a special Christmas service. We'd love for you to come be a part of that through a recovery lens and, and also let you know about uh, our fun New Year's Eve gathering that we always have every year where we play board games and we connect with other families. So you come see us on New Year's Eve. If you'd like more information, go to fellowshipcr.org and join us and connect with other people so that you don't have to face this alone. Welcome back. We're talking uh, about gratitude and uh, the importance of um, having gratitude in our life, acknowledging the, the struggle with that and how hard that is to do that. But uh, so, Andy, we were just talking about the things that we're putting into our mind and our hearts and, and making sure that it's out of the overflow of that, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I was thinking, you know, when we talk about gratitude and, and celebrate recovery, we, we also talk about step 11 along with, along yeah. with principle seven that says uh, along those same lines, we sought through prayer and, and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And the verse that goes with that is Colossians 3.16, where it says, let the message of Christ dwell among you richly. And what's cool about that verse is that idea of letting the message of Christ dwell in you richly. It, it actually means give the message of Christ, give the, 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 the hope and the gospel of who God is and what he's done for you ample room in your heart mm. to seep in. And to do the work that it that it wants to do in your life, and and I know for me, when my heart is at a spot where I'm willing to give God ample room to to let the nature of who He is and His character and His love for us uh, 
seep into my heart, yeah, it always overflows yeah. into my attitude. I love that when you say conscious contact to improve my conscious contact. It yeah. made me think, you know, ever around those people that when you just hang around them, you just feel better about yourself. <laughs> He's like, man, I need to, I need to be around you more. And there's such value in, in having community around us, but even more so on a much higher level, when we hang out with the father, you can't help but feel better about yourself, even in the midst of your circumstances, yeah. right? Just that feeling of knowing God, I need to just let your truth, your words saturate my mind and my heart so that I walk away just feeling better about life, about myself, about my circumstances. As I take this to you, uh, Lord, you can reframe my thinking oh, yeah. uh, to take me on a better path. Yeah, absolutely. And, I, and when, I, when I hang out with the Father, I'm reminded of who he is. I'm reminded of his love towards me. I'm reminded of his grace towards me. I'm reminded of his faithfulness. And I know for me that that idea of reminding myself of God's faithfulness and love and mercy in my life, mm-hmm. as, as I've grown in my recovery, that, that feels like it's such a root to, to learning how to practice true gratitude that's focused on God, yeah. not my circumstances. Yeah, yeah. It, I was uh, uh, sharing with someone else recently about this, but one of my favorite movies, um, and it's an older one with John Candy, um, <laughs> but it's Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Um, some inappropriate language in it. I'll just preface that by that. I, I watched it before I was a Christian. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but there was one scene in there where they, they're on a highway and they get turned around and they don't realize they're going the wrong way on, mm. on the highway. <laughs> and there's a guy on the other side of the highway saying, you're going the wrong way. And they think he's an idiot and they, they, <laughs> they kind of ignore him and make fun of him. And ultimately, they end up in a car crash. And it, it got me to thinking, um, I don't know if you remember when you first started driving. <laughs> you remember how you're kind of clutching the steering wheel oh, yeah. and you're kind of looking down at the hood. Oh, yeah. And and if somebody was teaching you well, they'd say, hey, don't stare at the hood. <laughs> Lift your eyes. Get out several yards in front of you. And, and, and it's just got me thinking, you know, if we're staring at the hood because we're looking at what's in front of us yeah. or we're looking out the window to the left and the right at the ditches, hoping we don't go into the ditches mm. or we're looking in the rear view mirror, hoping that someone behind us is not going to hit us. Ultimately, if we're not looking out in front of us and we're looking at all those other things, we're going to end up going exactly where our eyes are taking us. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's just a good reminder as I was thinking about uh, the gratitude. And this is a verse uh, in Psalm 63. And I love verse three and four. It says, because your love is better than life, my lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live. And in your name, I will lift up my hands. And I think it's the, the fruit of lifting up my hands and praising him is rooted as an overflow because his love is better than life. It's lifting my eyes up off the problem that's in front of me or the ditches around me or what's in my rearview mirror and lifting them up toward where I'm going 
Yeah. And where my eyes are looking is where I'm headed. And gratitude kind of takes us to that point of yeah. lifting our eyes, right? Yeah. You know, it, as I talk with sponsees and stuff, it's the reminder that gratitude is actually a practice that we cultivate. Mm-hmm. And it's the practice of me reminding myself of what God has done in my life, the way that he's been faithful and the way that he's being faithful and, and allowing, uh, allowing the reminder of who God is and what he's done to pull my eyes towards him in the middle of my circumstances. And I, I love that analogy of like, let's not look at the hood. Yeah. Let's look at where we're going. Yeah. 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 Wherever our eyes are taking us, which is why we need to put ourselves around people oh, that have the same goal, the same mission. That's why going to meetings is so important. Yeah. Isolation is a recipe for disaster because it forces us to get alone and focus on our problems but when we're reading the lyrics on the screen, they're all about praising Jesus. So whether we realize it or not, on a Friday night, we're actually giving a gratitude list, maybe yeah. for the first time that day. Lord, I'm so thankful for you. I thank God. I mean, thinking of that, some songs that we sing, <laughs> I thank God. And we don't even realize it, but in the midst of our pain, we're actually giving a verbal expression because we know his love is so deep for us, we can face anything. So I thank God. I praise you. Yeah. Well, and it's it reminds me too, like in our pain, you know, to that whole idea of where are we looking? And in my pain, it gives me blinders yep. to where all I do is focus on my pain and the things that is right in front of me. But the reality is, is that God has done and is doing so many things that I don't even realize. And, and it's amazing what happens when I allow myself to step back, to see the bigger picture, to acknowledge, yeah, there's this giant thing going on yeah. that is a real issue. But man, there's a lot of different things that I, I actually am truly grateful for. Yeah. And, and, and being able to, to see that it helps put things in perspective. Yeah. In there. And I think that's one of the biggest things with gratitude is that it, it doesn't deny the pain. It just puts the pain in perspective. Yeah. Yeah. So so practically speaking, uh, what's that look like in a daily rhythm, Andy, if someone's listening and they're saying, OK, I get it. I need to do this. It's not discounting my pain. OK, I'm glad to hear that. I don't have to act like everything's OK. Yeah. What's that practically look like? Yeah, here's here's what I love to do. And and I actually like to step into my gratitude list after first looking at my pain and acknowledging it and, mm. and processing what's going on. God, these are the ways that I need you. And 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 then I in my in my journal, I I just ask the question, God what do you need to remind me of Hmm. that you have done and are doing in my life? Yeah. And I like to start really small with it. If there's some really big things that I can be grateful for, Hey, you know, there's this, I had a great conversation with somebody or, you know, you know, something great happened at my job, whatever, whatever that is. That's awesome. But I also love the really small things. And and right now in my stage of life, I've got two kiddos. I've got uh, a, my, my daughter's just about to turn two years old mm. and my son is just about to turn eight months old and being able to wake them up in the morning yeah, and just 
watching my daughter just as, as I walk in her room and she goes, daddy, daddy is, <laughs> as I'm getting her out of the crib. Like that's one of those things yeah. that I'm putting on there. God, thank you for Harper. And just the way that her genuine childlike joy mm. rubs off on me. Yeah. And by the way, God, thank you that I can actually hear her voice. Thank you that my ears work. Yeah. Uh, thank you that I can breathe. Thank you that you woke me up this yeah. morning. Yeah. And it's amazing what happens no matter how frustrated I am or how anxious I am in there. It's amazing how when I take, even if it's just five minutes, yeah, how it changes my attitude. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love the, the thought too of um, not just because we can rattle off, hey, thanks for my family. Thanks for this. And that's good. There is something that happens uh, to our brain when we do that, right? Um, yeah. But to talk about why and oh, letting yeah. that sit in my body, even even as you're kind of describing Harper, you know, crying out to you, Daddy, Daddy, oh, yeah. Um, not just saying I'm grateful for Harper, right? Yeah. Which is a blessing to say that. But you were giving me a vivid picture of why Harper is a blessing to you, yeah, right? and what it's like to hear that voice crying out to you as her dad. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know. I, this is something that we've talked about before, how when we talk about vulnerability, oftentimes we think about vulnerability. Let's be really honest about the really hard things yeah. that are going on. <laughs> and that is a part of vulnerability, yeah. but vulnerability, it's not all of it. really, it's just us. Vulnerability is just us being willing to be known and seen and right. being known and seen in the good things is so good. And so like, yeah, in that list, thinking about why. And I think about Harper. Yeah, I love hearing her her little voice and stuff. But I also think about how for so long in my life, one of my deepest longings is to have a family yeah. and, and be a dad. Yeah. And that's a reminder of God's faithfulness and grace in yeah. my life. Yeah. It's what an opportunity to to just let your let that sit in our bodies. And um, you know, thinking of a friend who had um many bouts with cancer yeah. and, and lost part of his tongue, majority of his tongue. And, and he, I remember, never forget the day he said, when's the last time you thanked God for saliva in your mouth that you can chew <laughs> your food without saliva? You can't chew that. And it's like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. I take so much for granted. Like you said, waking me up that I can hear with these ears and then I can, I can talk right now, right now I am talking because God gave me a voice to talk. Right. Mm -hmm. And just, and what does that mean to me? Just allow that, that to sit in my body. And I was thinking about uh, Melody Beatty and I shared this in my teaching this past Friday night uh, on gratitude, but uh, she says that gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. It turns what we have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos to order, confusion to clarity. It can turn a meal into a feast, a house into a home, a stranger into a friend. Gratitude makes sense of our past, brings peace for today, and creates a vision for tomorrow. I love that. What a great description of if we were going to have a mission statement on why gratitude is important, you talk about lifting your eyes from the hood or the ditches or that rearview mirror. 
it lifts our eyes that God, where are you taking me? A vision for tomorrow. Yeah. Cool picture. It really is. And you know, I, I think about that and, and I know I was feeling this as, as we've been talking about this, man, thank God for my saliva. It's, it's in that place where we're thinking about those things that we realize, man, I'm taking this for granted that those shame messages can pop up. Yeah. And like, and, and again, it can go into, gosh, why? Yeah. Why am I not thankful for yeah. my saliva and stuff? And what I think about in that, and, and maybe you struggle with that, is it's the same way that we combat things uh, when we're coming out of denial yeah. about issues that are going on in my life. Those same shame messages can pop up. It's like, why didn't I realize this was a problem earlier in life? Yeah. And rather than seeing it like that, what if, what if we could just see it as a new opportunity and gift that God has given yeah. us? Hey, yeah, you never noticed your saliva before. Yeah. But you're isn't breathing, it breathing, yeah. hearing, tasting. Yeah. yeah. But isn't yeah. it such a gift to be able to recognize it now? Yeah. Thank God for today. Yes. That you are growing me and changing me today. And I don't want to take that for granted. Therefore, I celebrate mm. my recovery. Yeah. Closing thought, someone listening, struggling right now in the holidays. What do you say to them, Andy? Yeah. Um, you know, we can read verses, uh, you know, that I think it's in First Thessalonians 5 where it mm. says, give thanks in all circumstances. Mm. And I can look at that and think to myself, golly, that sounds impossible. But one of the things I was thinking about in this conversation is that anything that our God asks us to do, he can empower and enable us to do. Yeah. He doesn't just look at us and say, all right, good luck. Be grateful in all things. Yeah. But he's with us in that place. Yeah. What I love about that first Thessalonians, the last part of that says, for this is God's will for you. Mm. If it's God's will for you, he will give you the power to carry that out and he will bless you in the middle of it. And he'll walk you through that. So just knowing that walking in gratitude is not just something we manufacture. It's actually God's will because he knows he created us. <laughs> he knows what we need, right? Yeah. And uh, if it's his will for our life, it must be pretty important because he wouldn't give us something that wasn't going to be beneficial for our hearts and our minds and our soul, our bodies, our relationships. Uh, just a cool, cool thought to yeah, think about. Is. So. Well, great conversation. Um, grateful for you, Andy. Thanks for uh, giving us uh, time today. And and uh, want to thank you for the ones listening. Um, again, we've been talking to you. If you're struggling, uh, just know that you're not alone in this process. Maybe challenge you with this. What is one thing that you could just allow yourself to say, God, I'm grateful for this? Not discounting the pain, but just saying, God, I'm hurting, but thank you for this. And allow that to sit in your body and allow yourself to feel that and give him praise with your lips because it is an overflow of how much he loves you. And this place of gratitude is actually his will for you in your life. So glad you joined us today. We pray that you have a safe and healthy holiday season and come see us on a Friday night every Friday night in Fayetteville and Rogers. Go to fellowshipcr.org for more information. Until then, God bless you.